Hi, guys. It's 50 File. It's Cindy and Colleen. Hi, Call. Hi, Cindy. Hi, everyone. I know. Welcome. It's good to see you. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus for the last few weeks. So to all of our listeners, winding down summer, taking our kids to school. Um, I personally am moving. So there's a lot going on. And um, it's still going on, isn't it, Cindy? It's never a dull moment. You think, oh. I don't like, like that uh, term moving when you, when you say it, because you're sitting in Sun Valley, Idaho, a few blocks from me. We are doing this on Zoom still, but we're a few blocks away. And when you say you're moving, that makes my heart sink. Can we start there? All right. Well, let me, re let me, let me phrase this properly. I have bought a piece of land here and I am building. So Yay. I've been living in a temporary spot in town here, as you know, and my lease is coming to a close here. So I'm in transition is what I should say. So what you're so going I'm, to tell us is you're about to start traveling. I'm going to travel. Yes. I'm going to spend um, a little bit of time come the end of this month. Um, we are going to make a drive across country and Charles and I are going to get on the road. We're going to visit our son in um, Colorado, then make our way to Texas. And then on to probably Florida, Cindy, and then we have to come back here for a wedding, one of the COVID weddings here that was postponed. We had a dear friend of ours, their daughter was supposed to get married this weekend in Lake Chelan, Washington, but due to the numbers and reception and COVID, they postponed it and they're having their celebration here in Sun Valley, November 14th. So and shout out to Caitlin and Ryan. They're okay. getting married on November 14th, 2020. So not just the celebration reception, but the full-blown wedding, everything. Yes, they're getting married at River Run here, and their ceremony will take place there. I know it should be lovely. I've never, I've been to a wedding in Sun Valley up at Trail Creek, which is another popular wedding destination, yes. but never and at River Run. So I'll be back here, and then, of course, the holiday, so. Okay, and when is the wedding? What's the date? November 14th. Okay, so I will see you in the flesh November 14th. That's if you're can... here. Pardon? You might, be, you might be in California. Actually, that's true, because I think now I've talked about empty nesting for way too long, and I'm even sick of it, but it's really official <laughs> now. So what that means is, yes, it's transition, and I've got to get traction and figure out some stuff just because I've decided to moan and groan about it for whatever reason, but... Um, but what it does do is free me up geographically to move around. So that means going back and forth to our little place in Hermosa Beach. And I'm excited, except that it's so fun in Sun Valley, Idaho right now, that unless it turns really cold to motivate me, it's hard to think about going down there. I mean, all the tennis, Colleen, all the fun. It's been great. And my boys are around because of COVID. So that's really nice, too. But um would you consider what you're about to embark on sort of COVID travels because you're going more by car than by plane? Or mm -hmm. are you not even avoiding air travel? How are you feeling? I have been on a plane um, twice in this past summer, once to Denver to see our son. And another time I did go to Las Vegas and I, I really want to be honest about it. I had a, I was, I had a good experience. I, I think the safety, first off there, it wasn't full. The aircraft was, it was like 40%. It, so, and you're, there's a vacancy. If you're on Delta, for example, and you're not, you're not with your family or you're with a stranger, there's always going to be the seat in the middle. It's going to be empty. So I do think there's a lot of space on the aircraft. Um, we're all masked. Um, there's, we're conscious of being respectful when we're departing. You know, I, I just touch wood have, 
stayed healthy and I've been really good about hygiene. So I haven't been that freaked out, but the travel is that my goal, Cindy, this time is I am driving across country truly to, to make some stops along the way, but we're going to be in the Philadelphia area. And I thought, why not? You're probably right. COVID dictated driving, but I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the road trip now. Can you How about you? Have you flown at all? Have you been on any? Yes, of course I have. Okay, that's what you have. But but I was confident. I've told oh. you about having the antibodies because we had COVID our whole family in March. Right. It helped me so that early on, even we were doing a little bit of traveling back and forth by plane to LA and there was no one on the airplane. It was like a mm -hmm. private jet, a giant private jet. It was weird. Now, of course, having just taken Christine to New York to call it, there was, you know, a, a seat skipped every other whatever, and it was fine. But tell me, and I want to talk about taking to Chrissy to school. I want to hear how Noelle's doing. But before I do that, let's stay on this for a minute. In your travels by car, where are some of your stops? Or have you, have you mapped it out yet? I'd love to hear. Um, actually, I have mapped that out. I wish I could say it's right in front of me. because, But it might not be far from me. Let me see. You and by the way, this is a trend for people traveling during yeah. the time of COVID call well, to see the United States of America. You know, there's something to be said for, you're right, traveling and staying. Hey, it's great. I have my great COVID boondoggle is what we titled this trip. Oh, so right? cute. And so basically we're going to start, we're going to leave Ketchum and we're going to stop through Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We're going to have lunch because that's only about a four hour drive. But we'll go to Jackson. From Jackson, we'll go to Denver. And then, um, we'll and stay, that's where Hunter is. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably only stay there a night. We won't be there very long, a night or two. But that's right? your oldest son, Hunter, lives in Denver. He does. Now, Cindy, this is all subject to change, but basically, I'm going to run you through this Denver to Telluride, which is 360 miles, Telluride to Durango, which is only two hours, Durango to Abe's. Oh, that's in the San Juan River. We're going to go fly fishing for a day or two, and the San Juan River is about three and a half miles outside of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ooh. We years ago would go there. Like we have driven quite a bit across country because when I first got married, I started this driving across country being from Philadelphia and marrying a Seattleite. That was the first time I ever drove completely across country. I mean, I grew up going to from Philadelphia to New Jersey, back home, Philadelphia to New York, back home to Philadelphia, that very limited travel. So I wanted to Is it called the Eastern Seaboard, that Eastern area, right? Seaboard. Yes, there you go, you're a pro now. Now we're gonna go from Santa Fe, we're gonna make our way, oh, we have a restaurant we love in Santa Fe called Geronimo's. Oh, I, I don't know if that. you've ever seen Charles in that white t-shirt with it says Geronimo on the back, bought at that restaurant. For anyone who's listening who's been to, um, who's been, who's going or going to make their way to Santa Fe. I'm telling you, it's, it's worth it. So stop. far you're having lunch in Jackson Hole and dinner in Santa Fe. <laughs> and I like that. And then from Santa Fe, we're going to go to Dallas, Cindy. And then Dallas will make our way to Fort Worth, which is only about 30 miles where Noel is. And we'll spend two or three days in Fort Worth. And then we're going to go Dallas to um, New Orleans. We're going to see Liz Brown in New Orleans. And then we are going to, let me make this right. Then I'm going to go to Fairhope, Alabama. Um, there's a really, there's a fishing opportunity that Charles wants to take advantage of. Since we've mapped the trip out, which again is subject to change, these destinations, the places we're traveling, we're creating the trip because there's things we want to do in those areas also and people we want to visit. And then from 
New Orleans uh, or from Fairhope, Alabama, I'm going to make my way to um, Atlanta and I'm flying from Atlanta like November 12th back here to Sun Valley for the wedding. So all of that travel between October, maybe 23rd to November, let's say 12th. So there you have it. Amazing. <laughs> I love it I so much. And That's it's called the, the, what is it? The Weaver? It's called the Great COVID Boondoggle. Okay. I'm going to have to title part of this 50 file show number 093 about your boondoggle. I love that. Okay, now, and while, you you're, while you're talking about this, I wasn't sure if the Dakotas would be in part of it, but you're going more south. I'm going the southern route, but guess what? Years ago, I did. I went through North Dakota. Oh, you did? Deadwood and Deadwood, South Dakota. And I have to tell you, do you know when you think about states, like when you were a little girl, you'd be like, I would be in, you know, just visualizing what it might be like. And I think, oh, I don't want to live there. I mean, I would have said, if you said you're going to live in Idaho, I'd be like, oh. Who lives there? There aren't even, no one lives there, right? It was so out of my, my thinking. Just, I just never would have thought about Idaho as even being a possibility. I, I felt that way about South Dakota and North till I went through. Every state in the United States is actually worth seeing because there's sure. something about the United States that's beautiful. And it encompasses all these different regions that have a different topography and culturally the people are different the foods are different the accents and the flavors of all of this combined really is the melting pot that i just think that it's created more of an interest for all of us to see where we live the united states as opposed to taking these trips overseas let's just there's so much here think well and again in the time of covid everyone is really believing it and there's those sprinter vans people and you know, the airstreams, people cannot get enough of that kind of travel right now. It's so exciting. And there is a mass exodus from the cities into the Dakotas and into mm -hmm. unknown wilds like Idaho. And our, our um, economy continues to boom here in our little town. It's kind of exciting. But I wondered if you've seen Mount Rushmore, even though it's controversial. Have. have you? you know what? It, it, Cindy, I, I have to tell you, I... I'm grateful that I've had all these experiences and I, that's one of those, you, you drive along this cliff, honestly, Cindy, I, you know, again, you visualize it because you see photos, you, you, you're literally driving and you have to look back and gaze at this and you have to get out of your car because it is so spectacular. I mean, they chisel these, these weren't people that went to art school. This is like brilliant work, isn't it? When you really oh, think yes. about the talent. Yes. But, um, so thank you for asking, but I do want to engage you and ask you something because I know though you've talked about your, you know, your empty nest and I know you, it's so emptied that we don't want to keep going on, but I do want to ask you, how was your drop off with your daughter? It was great. And uh, it was so fun. You know, I've done this with my two boys, but because they were in LA and we're kind of Western centric, as I've said, um, it was, it was felt normal. You know what I mean? It didn't feel, I mean, yes, it was a big deal to send our first off to college because we were still solid in Idaho with two others in the nest. And then even the second one, we still had a, another in the nest. So it did really feel like a send off, but it was in the West. It was yeah. LA. It's not that far away from Idaho. You know what I'm saying? It's like Absolutely. a couple hours in the air. Um, so because we're not very Eastern, in fact, I'm mentioning Eastern Seaboard to get this straight because I thought New York until a couple of days ago was part of New England. 
That is oh, how Western I am. I did. Oh my gosh, Cindy. No, you did not. Okay, name the New England state. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm thinking like Massachusetts. It's a quiz. No. I thought because it borders New England states, I thought it was part of New England. But I guess New England is really those cute little tiny puzzle pieces. You little know, tiny like, states. It is. And it's like, no, but can I tell you, honestly, I... I really lived in my region and only, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything unusual about it because a lot of us get, don't have the luxury of travel. I mean, I even talk about myself. I didn't even think beyond New Jersey, Delaware, and New York. I didn't have any reason to, right? My mother and father, my grandmother came over here, lived in Philadelphia. I'm sure my grandparents traveled very little. I don't even know if they left the area, right? They pilgrim, they came from Ireland over here, but it's not that big of a surprise. I never went to the West Coast, Cindy. But I traveled to New York when I was growing up. I you just thought in my head it was for, I used to call that area instead of the Eastern Seaboard, I used to refer to that area, that pocket as New England from like New York to Maine. And it turns out I was wrong by only one state because it does border, you know, New York is bordering Connecticut, which is part of in the beginning. So it's Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know if you knew Rhode Island. And New York you know is right the, there. I, I, I've, okay, so I've been to Boston recently, and I find Boston to be, like, I just, so different than New York even. Like, okay, so Philadelphia is that much further south, okay? Even the climate, the accents, that, you know, getting a call, the, the culture of Boston, it even seems, it's chillier. It, it, I feel the people aren't as, I hate to say it, I don't think they're as warm because they're so cold, they want to get indoors. But that particular region doesn't even, once I go to Boston, I don't even think of it as feeling like a New York. Do you? Now now that you've been no. to New York. No, no, so I mean, Cole, let me just say faith okay. for a minute. I have been to New York so much, but I haven't yeah. spent like a ton of time back there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. none of, none of my family, either Brad yeah. on his side or mine or ancestors sure. were from the East. Everything was Western. Isn't that interesting? It was all like yeah. pioneer um, yeah. type forging of our life. Like Brad well, has descendants of fur trappers in, right. you know, Seattle area, like the Pacific Northwest that also were French descent, but they right. came over here and then gold rush people yeah. going on to Auburn. I have a lot of Auburn, California yeah. um, relatives that are, that's near Sacramento. But anyway, so the point is, it is so much fun to have someone so significant as my daughter in my life being in the Eastern seaboard in the East that my heart is there now. So my consciousness is there. So now I want to know more about it. And of course I fell madly in love with this trip, the, um, we spent more time in the suburbs because Manhattan's shut down like so many mm -hmm. major cities. And that's where our experience has been in New York was more Manhattan or right. at least New York city, the five boroughs or whatever. So I knew that, but I the love five boroughs. Yes. So local. Am I right? Yeah, but I know, I know, but you, yeah, you're the way you're saying it. I'm like, wow, she's such a local. But that's just because that going way. to Manhattan, I love thinking about how Queens and Manhattan and all the bridges and all the boroughs and figuring out Staten Island. I mean, all that, but that's still to New York City, aka Manhattan specific. Mm -hmm. sure. Whereas this was all suburbs because Christine is just outside of Manhattan. And so 
because the city's kind of closed down, we really just flew in, rented a car, and then spent our entire five days after we got her settled just doing the suburbs. And that included friends that we saw up in Scarsdale and then um, Great Neck. And one thing that I fell in love with, which is no big secret, I hadn't been since I was a kid and I went gaga again, we're the Hamptons. Mm. But that again, we friends are in, um, oh no, what's it called? Quag. And it's such a funny name, but it's such a cute place. And that's in West Hamptons. But I was like a kid in the candy store. Who isn't? The Hamptons are gorgeous. It's ridiculous. How amazing. And I just had forgotten how beautiful. So all that was kind of a neat experience to do the suburbs and have a rental car and go that route versus Mm -hmm. Manhattan where you're either in a taxi or a, you know, a town car or, or public transportation. So it was just super cool. And she's happy, by the way. And I want to hear about Noelle and get an update now. But um, she has great housemates. She has a single sleeping room, which is great. This is about COVID probably. Mm -hmm. But um, the grounds are gorgeous. The kids are lovely so far. She's really happy. School's Mm -hmm. rigorous already. She's only been there two and a half weeks. And it's super hard already. But she's there and loving it. So it's good. It's a lot of Zoom. But yeah, she's Do you hear from her every day? Do you talk every day? We at least text every day, which I feel so fortunate. Today, I did FaceTime with her probably every three days we FaceTime, mm-hmm. and or at least on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I just am loving life for her. And of course, I'm doing that thing, Colleen, that you've told me about, that you're so happy for your kids, that you are happy within. Um, but I just kind of miss the joy of having her around the house. I can't deny that. I know. I know. It's it, that, that's the hard part. But what happens too, I've noticed is that through COVID, even if like my son's home, who's, he's now 25 years old. So they're older. It's very different having a, uh, someone in college who's 18 through 21 compared to 25, because he's busy with his calls from work. He has a schedule. I mean, right now, like we're zooming, Cindy, Thank goodness it's this late because all afternoon I've got Charles zooming, Michael zooming. It's just, it just seems a lot like he's so, they just seem so much more grown up is what I'm saying. I feel like COVID's been nice for me to spend all this time with my, my adult son who I realized is grown up, responsible, has a career and he's, he's a man. Like it's the funniest realization because sometimes you just, you, you frame them in this phase of their life and He's growing up and I, I mean, I just, yeah, he's a man. And I thought about my own brothers. I was telling my mother, she's like, you're so lucky to have this time. And I realized I am because my brothers were getting married. Um, Some of them were married at 22. One was married around 25. And it's a special time that we're never going to get back. And I know we're all going to look back through this experience and have so many gifts that we're going to say, wow, remember that year? Even having all of us like FOMO, not that I... I kind of got over FOMO like months ago, but it's been so nice because you know in the summer here, Cindy, when there's so there's so many events, this is what it is because we live in this town. It's not about the parties that you're not invited to or the ones you think are happening. It's more of like with the writers conference, we have the symphony, you know, that there's a lot of events. Okay. So if you even just want to get together with your friends, it's even hard to do that. If your friends are partaking in all the activities, I found getting together to be even hard. And I like through COVID, no one was, there was not one scheduled event happening. So there was the freedom to get together more um, like last minute casually. And 
that was an ex that was something I really did appreciate. And all of us did. A lot of people I said that to. You could call it further. We really weren't doing anything, right? Where last year you'd be like, oh, I'm going to the symphony and uh, oh, I had the writer's conference. And so, but I'm very. Well, and we, we, tra we traded FOMO for FOGO. Remember okay. COVID? That's like you're going out. You're right. That's right. You're we going did. out. So where and will Michael be when you and Charles are on your boondoggle? Will well, actually, he's making his way back, though his office does not officially open till 2021. And I don't even know when in 2021, but he's going to make his way back to Arizona. But Cindy, he has a, um, scheduled trips. He's been doing, taking advantage of working remotely. So I know he's going to Middleburg, Virginia, and he's going to be working there for a while. And he's got another scheduled trip to see his brother. And then he'll be back here for the wedding. So he's going back to Arizona to bring his car back there. But he has, I think, I think his work experience, the virtual work environment, he has taken advantage of traveling and seeing a lot of friends and working remotely with his friends, which has been nice. When you embark on your trip, is that another tough goodbye because you won't see him for a while or you'll see him for the wedding and then at Christmas? But you know what I'm saying? It's almost like another... Well, it's like I another series of goodbyes. And I do have my boys back for COVID, but I know not to get too used to it. Well, you know, it's, it, you, it, you just brought that up on the day he came in and officially told me that he wants to drive the car next weekend. So I found myself, it's funny you brought that up. I found myself like, oh, well, because I'm not going to be here next weekend. And I said, well, wait, can't you wait for the next weekend? Because I could ride with you for part of that. And He's like, no, it's a good weekend for me. No one's here. I'm ready. And I was like, you're right. I found myself like, oh my gosh, like this is coming to an end. This fun, this fun time of having him around is coming to an end. But you know what? I find it's kind of what you just said with Christine. We talk or text or something every day. And remember what I told you, I have find my friend. Yes. So as he's driving or if I know, you know what I mean? And all I ask for, I don't need to have a conversation, but if I text you, like I, we worked this through this years ago because my older son, I really, you know, now kids are really good about it, but like 10 years ago, you could text and maybe not hear back right away or not hear back in a day. I didn't have to find my location. So all I want is someone to give me a heads up. I'm okay. And then I'm, I just feel like very relaxed again. And no, the end of the year with all the holidays coming up and the wedding, doing wedding, Thanksgiving at my mom's and then Christmas, I feel like my hard part will be the January of 2021 saying okay, goodbye. Tell me. Again. I have too many things to look forward to with the kids being in my life. I think what will be harder is when Christmas is over, starting that new normal of everybody going back to work and then I don't have the luxury of knowing that I have a holiday in the near future. When am I going to see them again? I'll have more of that emotion. Yeah. Now I know when I'm going to see everybody. Do you know that what I'm saying? I so, do a hundred percent. I mean, you can plan trips like when, when with Christine or maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe one of these cities, you know, we've got so much happening that's uncertain still, but I'm still hopeful. Like the vaccine's going to come out or something. We're going to get some really good news. Who knows? I don't know. But thank you for asking. And I'm very thrilled about your daughter. I think that actually there's good news on the college campus, Cindy's, in the sense that I know that there's infection, there's kids getting sick, but there have been no reported deaths yes. in the college age student. Right. I'm going to celebrate too soon. That's right. I think it's been handled like 
the quarantining, the isolation. I'm not, none of it's pleasant. Noelle's roommate did get sick. Yes, Fortunately, give us a Noelle from, update. Well, her roommate got sick. Fortunately, she's from Texas. She was able to go home. Her mother was so thoughtful and worried about, she was following all the guidelines and the CDC and TCU's health plan of when she could return on campus. But she was so concerned about Noelle. And I, I said, you know what, Dawn, this is all good. Her daughter came back after she was home for a bit. Her symptoms were mild, which was good news. Good. And nothing, all's good. Now Noelle's like kind of in the crunch of her semester because she finishes at Thanksgiving. So there's a lot of material in a shorter period of weeks. So I think it's stressful. And I do think sometimes she's had the conversation like, I hope I don't look back on this time and regret that I'm here because it's very different. There's no football season, which is a fun part of the college experience. There's no real parties that are permitted. You're not supposed to be parties, but you know, fraternities and sororities had dances and none of those are happening, those festivities. Um, it's really lockdown. And I think it really hit her last week that I live a really weird life here. I go take all my classes online. It gets boring in my room and I'm only with the same people. She's not out meeting new people like she was last year and she enjoyed that. So, so the I, point would be the regret would have been what to take a gap year during COVID and then get back at it. What would have been her junior year with a gap would start a sophomore year that would be more traditional without the COVID lockdowns. Right. Would that be the regret? Well, that's what she's concerned about. We're, you know, I told her the focus right now is to do really well in school, to do your best performance, and then let's evaluate January because there are a number of kids, Cindy, that are taking classes maybe at a community college. And we'll eventually go back on the campus when the kids are healthier and there's more of a normal football season, social life, because let's face it, that is part of what the heck, when we were all in college, that was the fun part of being in college. So that fun part is being stripped. This is what is, is not happening. Let me ask you, I was thinking about Christine and I wanted to ask you this earlier when we were together, the theater programs are their productions. That's what I want to like, can they perform and try out for plays yes. and how are they doing Yes, that? and I'll have more information. I'll ask her because she is a musical theater and psychology oh. major. And so she's already in a ton of acting related, musical theater related courses online. Mm, and yeah. as of right now, they're postponing their, you know, normal experiences right. for that, but they're doing things virtually. So mm. I know that it is a creative way of doing it online. So I can find out more about what their plans are, but it's frustrating. I mean, performance right. art is definitely doldrums right now and they're yeah. just trying to make the best of it. But she's still happy because she's in subjects that she's interested in. Well, and Noelle, and is not, she's not doing that yet because she's going to have her, she picks her major next semester. I think okay. that's part of it too, Cindy. She's yes. taking those core curriculum statistics yes. and geography. They're, they are not like really engaging engaging and exactly or or, or or she's not finding herself so eager to get to class right well, love yes. I'm learning so um, I, I mean that's kind of all come into play but all is good and everyone's healthy so I'm gonna celebrate that but you know when you were talking about like the theater the actual live performance stage performances on hold at school they're gonna get so good in front of the screen which by the way yes. is the hardest part being natural like we talk about this on television or in front of the screen these kids today are, with these virtual classes and Zoom and everything, they're like professionals. 
That's right. Because that's all they know, right? Like there's no, hey, let me get used to this. They just know how to do it. Yes, it's tougher for a traditional stage because you need the bodies in the auditorium and the bodies on the mm -hmm. stage, you know, to really get that classic yeah. stage acting feeling, but it'll come back. It's all going to come back. It's just going to be slow, but yeah, she's happy. Cool. Thank you. And we're moving yeah. forward on everything and about college. Oh, and by the way, I know that those core courses are engaging for people that have a passion for those subjects. I didn't want to. I know that. No, I knew what you meant. Not, I took it as her personally. They yeah. haven't captured her attention or yeah. she hasn't found herself like, whoa, wow. And a lot of that is because she really, she stepped in as a health and changed and changed her mind. And it was her advisor there had recommended, Hey, since you're not sure the best track for you would be to take these core classes. Cause you need to get them in. You need to be done with them to graduate. So she's taking them all at once. So for her, it's a little, uh, that's bored. nice though. She's going to be able to check those off. I told her. I said, so you know, when she's yeah. finishing up at Thanksgiving, so it's It's interesting to keep track of these universities and colleges and how they are handling their scheduling because some are letting out at Thanksgiving. Others, Christine's college, um, you have an option to go home at Thanksgiving, but if you do, you have to stay home and finish out the semester online. Mm. You're not invited back if you leave campus at Thanksgiving. So it sounds like Christine's going to opt to stay back in college for Thanksgiving. She has friends back there now. Her boyfriend's in New York, so they'll do some Thanksgiving, yep. you know, festivities together. And so I won't actually have her home until Christmas. But then there's talk now, and I haven't heard her college, maybe TCU yeah. decided this part, the new semester for 2021, they might do away with spring break, some of the colleges and universities. And um, let's see, prolong the winter break past the normal mid-January start time, allow for another couple of weeks of break in the winter, and then carry all the way through from the end of January all the way until and extend into June so that there isn't another vacation where kids leave campus to come back to campus in the spring. They would miss their whole spring break vibe. And right. so I that's that today too. Has, has yeah. TCU announced yet? Well, when you were bringing up a girl whose children go to SMU, that's what she just explained to me that they were doing. And I wrote a note, I need to call TCU. That was not, when the school started, that was not the plan. Like, for example, Noelle has the same. At Thanksgiving, if she leaves campus, she's not welcome back on campus, which is fine because she has friends who live off campus. So that is the same. Um, I have to find out. I thought she was taking her finals prior to the break. Maybe she's taking her finals here. I have no idea. I have to ask her that. But she was due to go back early January. And this friend today just said that SMU is doing what you explained. They are now not having the spring break. They're going back later. And it makes sense because you think about it, Cindy, if they're home here for Christmas, that's the high, that's like peak flu season, right? Isn't it? When we would be getting, they call the influenza the twin flenza. Wait, was oh, it? Oh no. COVID and this. So it would make sense for us to have a longer Christmas, like a holiday break and send the kids back later in that with the winter weather at the end of January, even February. Yes. Um, so I'm going to call tomorrow. I don't know for sure what they're doing. But SMU and, has announced that they are doing that. No spring yeah, break. No spring Whoa. break. I don't need a spring break because that, that would actually, first off, I don't think that 
they would be doing it. Like that would just be a disaster if all these kids were right. There was a lot like of, they are. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're out there. That was a lot of COVID team. spreading last spring. So yeah. it's just interesting. I feel bad for the kids, the COVID college kids, you know, COVID era is going to be one of those things historical that we'll always talk about. And they will, that they, they know they're missing out. But on but the other I, hand, the perseverance and the, you know, the strength of character and everything to get in it and make it the best it can be. And it's just weird, like terms like pod and yeah. Zoom and all these yeah. new cultural um, nomenclature that's coming up because of COVID. So it's going to be interesting that it's like pod bugs me. I went I to know. an outdoor concert. I said that. And I just said pod because Noelle's always like, I'm with the same pod. No, I know. People. I know. Does it bug you too, though? Because no, I got so confining. This little outdoor concert the other day, I was excited to be there. It was at our pavilion in Sun Valley, and it was the big screen. And oh, we had yeah. Over the farm. In yeah. our pods. So that means you only were four people to a pod, yeah. and they actually put um, some kind of paint or whatever on the grass. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can carry in your little pen. It's called a pen pod. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you're in your little playpen. You can't go outside the green circle. And you know what it is for you, Cindy? You're a little social butterfly and you're not, it's like all of a sudden someone's trapping you and taking a piece of rope and saying, stay here. It's really hard, isn't it? Yes. I, I don't know. I just think it's bizarre, but I know all the college kids are dealing with that and probably any children that are in school well, in, in pods. It drives me crazy, but it'll change back, I hope. Well, so I had this conversation. It's so funny. You would, you would absolutely understand this. I had such a moment of parenting. I thought to myself, I sound like I'm not even the good parent. I sound like the child. And I'm trying to tell, okay, so Noel tells me about what being relatively frustrated with like not going, really going out and all these things. And I decide it must be awful, like to not have any of this social outlet to still be with just the same people since August. And you, gosh, part of the fun in college is like, meeting people in your classes and being on the quad together and feeling like that party Friday night, you never know who's going to be there. And you know how that is, right? It's just like, to me, that was just like what the energy of just putting in the hard work, like then that's when I was like, Oh, I could get this done. Cause I want to go there, all of it. So I get off the phone and I am wallowing in the thought of how awful that would be. So I like have a suggestion that maybe she should branch out a little bit and risk. Here's me risk. Maybe going, to SMU because it's up the road and they were having a football season and TCU was not having that oh. game that weekend. Oh. So, so I'm making this suggestion that now she puts herself on another campus to see the game, to maybe meet her friends from Episcopal that she knows are there. Cindy, I leave this message. I hang up and I say to myself then, now I'm like, do you want your daughter to get sick calling? Like now, now what have I done now? So then I text her. I'm like, just, Ignore the last message, Noelle. I, I'm, I'm just trying to, because because I was laughing at myself. Like here I am in one breath. I should be really proud of her for trying to be so responsible. But then that little part of me inside saying, oh, "I'm not happy with this," because I like that's this is you get you get these years and you never get them back, right? So this is my high energy side, like you, where I'm like, "Oh, you got to make it all happen and make these connections," and they're lifelong friends, and she's missing out. So I am fifty fifty right now. At the end of this semester, what it will look like going forward, maybe a break or something just for that alone, that, that reason. But in, in wrapping up, because I know you have an engagement, when we talked about all the COVID terms and the COVID memory, let's end on a really nice note because you have a new family member 
You have no. a COVID baby, and I have a new family member. I have a COVID baby too. So share with us your your birth experience. Yes, we, so many, so many. Have, is yours a nephew or a niece? Well, my niece, who's also my goddaughter, Stephanie, had a baby girl, Lennon, born in August. Oh. And Lennon has a big sister, Eliza, who will be two in October. So baby Lennon was born. And, you know, all of a sudden you're like these beautiful little faces and you're like, it's just a miracle. And then you sent me a beautiful text the other day. You have. Well, welcome to the world, baby Lennon. And my niece just had new baby Paxton, this beautiful boy. And they're just so miraculous. It was so much fun. And I got to FaceTime with them just a few hours after he was born. Oh, I was so honored. And oh, um, I thought you were going to ask me about the cat call that I got, that I used to be so appalled when I would well, get we're, cat calls. Well, that, well we're, we're not going to we, close before we hear about the cat call. We have to wrap up, even though we, we just spoke about the miracle of life. I have to change it and bring it down to a low vibration as we say goodbye here and tell you guys that I ha I got all these cat calls the other day to the point where we're so hysterical to how happy I was. Remember how grossed out we'd be when guys would whistle to us and all that stuff when it was kind of gross? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I loved it. But here's the thing. It was at an automotive place where I was getting my car serviced. It was super kind of dark and dingy. And I had on one of my Lululemon outfits coming off the tennis court. I'm grateful enough to be able to play tennis every week. And so sometimes I end up running errands in those kind of Lulu clothes. So I'm setting the stage for you all. But here's the thing. I basically had a face burka on. Nothing <laughs> on my face was showing because I had a hat. I had sunglasses and I had a mask. But I still got this cat call and I'll take it. But I had to call Colleen and tell her about it or text her because... Oh. It was so funny because this is what this kid, he was probably 28, maybe 30, yeah. that he couldn't tell how old I was, I guess, because my face burka. But he comes up to me and he goes, he was taking my car for me and my car keys to go have it worked on. And he says to me, so bold, this boy. So did it hurt very much? And I said, did what hurt very much? He said, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? <laughs> Which is just so cheesy and so bad. And I mean, I started roaring with laughter. There was a day where I might have been scoffing at such a thing or be like, oh, you know, but I loved it because that's how desperate I am, right? I'm like, woo, whatever. So funny that I have to be covered in mask no, in order no. to get the cat call. That is, that's hysterical. I have to tell you, I, I would call bold and brazen. Oh, it's of course. Kind of Think about that confidence. It though. was gross. As I, I told know. you when that happened, take all of that and <laughs> propel it forward because I'm going to tell you right now, remember when you were younger, if you walked by, if, okay, was if I was in the city, which was- The construction site. And you would be sweating because you'd be like, oh God, like you didn't want any attention, right? And it's like kind of like you said that reversal. And all of a sudden you're like, I'll take, I'll take anything. I mean, that sounded really good, but I, I'd have never had anyone in my life say, hey, did it hurt when you fell? <laughs> I got that line. I got to tell you, I, you know what I might have said to that guy? I might have said, you know, bring it on because if you've got lines like that, tell me some more. He, that guy was, he's got some lines. I told him I thought he was hysterical. <laughs> and I said, I am keeping this mask on and I may never stop wearing masks for the rest of my life. But it was just, it was so funny. So it funny. was great. No, but no, I know. 
Way to bring it down when we were talking about our new babies in the right family. But congratulations, great auntie Colleen. I am a great aunt too. Proud. This is my third great, um, let's see, I have a great niece and now two great nephews from okay. my nephew. So and my great, niece. is that what, wait, that, because we're the same, meaning it's my niece's two girls. So I'm a great, they're my great, I think I'm a great aunt, no? You are a great aunt, and those yeah, are your great Okay, they're my great nieces. I only have two. Hey, this is so great for our family because we have all these boys, and now we're having all these girls. Oh, you're right. And that is big. Friends. I love well, it. I well, congratulations. So for my mom. Okay, well, I wish I could give you a big, fat whistle, gorgeous. <laughs> but they didn't too much with the fall, but. Let here, me get my the, mask on first. Hey, Here's to whistles, baseball hats, whatever it takes, because bring it on, because you know what? That, that felt good. I liked it. Now, when you text pathetic. me, it. pathetic, but the best part is that I have to have a mask on to get any attention. It's okay. I haven't really had cat calls since my thirties. I mean, it's fine. I'm age appropriately invisible now, but whatever. Anyway, I love you, Colleen. I love you. Have fun tonight. Everyone. It was nice catching up. We will be more, we'll be more weekly. Let's put it that way. But night nights, oh wait, night night. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Goodbye everyone. And Cindy, have a great night. Thank you. I'll call you in a second call. Bye.